What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. I, I honestly, t- today, I think, I think today is going to be like our rage uh our our rage youtube day day like this is the day that we're those people that we we usually hate but i think we got some good reasons today manny (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think so too welcome to the show today's episode is proudly sponsored by grow generation where the pros go to grow more on them in a bit yeah i hope you guys still still like it you guys should should definitely like everything that we got to talk about, the the people over at at, at Grow Generation offer things that can help you uh, uh, deal with the stress. Um, man, I can't give this one out, uh, but I just got an exclusive comment from a Star Wars author. Most of you guys that follow me or follow the show, Manny already knows who it is. Probably he. Um, uh, there's some Star Wars book news coming out. I got an exclusive comment from one of the authors. Um, it's pretty upsetting stuff. Like, legit. Some some shady shady things going on dealing with publishing and contracts. Uh, Manny, I mean, you've, you've heard of some of the Star Wars authors. You know, certain contracts yeah. didn't get car- carried over and things like that. So, be on the l- lookout at lrmonline.com for some of that. But Manny, dude, it's been uh, it's it's been a couple hours, uh, maybe a whole day of just outrage. And I want to see, can I actually play a? Let's see if it'll let me do it. I don't know. Go ahead and talk. You know what, Manny? Go ahead and just start us off. Start start off with what really got you go- going yesterday <laughs> so, it, it, so it's not it's it's kind of like just the catalyst of of just a bunch of comments in general but yeah uh the last weekend and we covered we covered the film extensively in the heights came out which is a beautiful movie by Lin-Manuel Miranda based on the Broadway uh the musical and people are really uh it, it's a it's a celebration of Okay, just carry on. You're good. It's a ce- it's a celebration of, of Latin culture and a ba- basically a, a Hispanic Hamilton as far as tone and music and and it's fun. It's a really really well made film, and people are finding everything under the sun to nitpick about it. Uh, it's not directed by a Latin director. It's directed by an Asian director. It doesn't have enough LGBTQ moments. It doesn't have enough of a certain type of Hispanics. It, I mean, just everything you could you could think of, and 
And it's kind of, uh, it's sad that Lin, that uh, Miranda had to come out and, and almost apologize for making a movie. Be- because here's the bottom line. You can't put everything in a movie. <laughs> you, you, you can only put so much. So yep. and enjoy it for what it is. And and the and what and my point of view is because I'm I'm Mexican Salvadorian. Mm-hmm. Uh so I am I supposed to complain also that there's not enough Central Americans <laughs> in the film? It's a celebration of of uh of Latin culture, right? So there's right, only a Mexican right. flag during I think one of the musical numbers. Mm-hmm. So am I gonna and should I be offended at the fact that there's no Mexican representation despite the amount of Mexicans that that are in the United States? It like it makes no sense. Like I, I don't understand why uh why people sometimes can't enjoy something that's good because they have one issue with it. They have and and it's not even it's not even that big of a deal. And the reason why I say it's not that big of a deal is because we've been underrepresented for so long that a movie like In the Heights is only the beginning. It it should be the start of of a of a movement of inspiration for other filmmakers to make films like it to 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 make more Latin represented films. But who but who wants to stick out their neck if all people are going to do is complain? That's a very very good very You're not good you're, you're not helping you're not helping out the cause and matter of fact you may even be putting uh, putting a cog in it because it is just not um no I don't want I don't want to do it because no matter what I do people are always going to complain about it. It's you know I I almost look at it kind of i i'm in a w- weird position here you know um there there's a lot a lot of people out there that you know will say hey you know because of the way i i look i don't get to to have have an opinion on it but I'm, i also have friends like you that are affected by it and whenever my my friends or family are affected by by anything i mean of course i'm going to have an opinion on it someone i you know, like, care about, potentially love, you know, there's at least one of those, my, my wife, maybe, uh, <laughs> that, um, I, I, I started wondering something, uh, growing up in the army, you, you, you have a lot of mixed friends, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're stationed all over the world. We have an AFRICOM, so there's service members stationed uh, throughout the Mediterranean and Africa. We have Euro- European Command and Pacific Command, so Europe and Asia. Uh, and and then, of course, you know, all all 50 states. And, and guys, I mean, look, look, look around in, in the United States. Um, love... True, truly is one of the the few colorblind things in in this world. You you fall in love with who you fall in love with with you know, and so I I grew up with a lot of mixed people, and I this this comment about the uh, the specific one of the big big things that that was complained about was the amount of a- Afro Latin. Uh, with darker skin represented, like they were so specific with with the wording that I started wondering. I was like, okay, like 
I know from working at LRM, which mo- most of you know it uh, uh, is Latino Review View Media, formerly went by Latino Review uh, dot, dot com, started by some great, uh, great uh, uh, Latin Amer- American guys, and 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 it's carried on do- doing great. And you're you're right that representation on on the the Latin side, this was kind of like it. And I I just wa- wondered like, um. When when people were like, "There's not enough of this this certain skin tone to represent this certain part," I was like, "But you're still getting your your Hispanic rep- representation, right?" And that's that's one that's been missing a lot from from film. Like, even even though it's it's b- bad, you know, Asians have gotten a lot more screen time because of the the stereotypes for for martial arts and th- things like that. Uh, am am I am I wrong for wondering about that like or why i, I feel no, like i'm so, help <laughs> no so i've i've had i've had the privilege obviously of talking with many uh actors uh, mm-hmm. uh latin actors uh, who are who are playing like narcotraficantes drug mm-hmm. dealers mexican cartels because you know that's what that's what's that's what's in uh i i always call it the modern day pirate Right, pirates have been romanticized to the point where now you have rides at Disneyland, and and you know kids dress up as pirates and all that great stuff. Uh, but the reality is, pirates are not we're, we're bad guys. are very very yes. vile people. <laughs> the bad guys in Pirates of the Caribbean were actually the good guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, let's 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 put it in perspective. Um, but now we see the same thing with with the world of of Mexican cartels, of Colombian cartels, Pablo Escobar, um, Chapo Guzman, names like that are are seen almost as as like anti-heroes as mm-hmm. in that in that respect. So a lot of a lot of a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows, telenovelas, soap operas, um, they they portray these characters in in a very um, in a very positive light, which is it's not good for our, our um our people, but at the same time, it's entertaining. Hell, I watch Narcos. Yeah, because it's, a, good show. Um, it's the a great story. show. It has, yeah, it has the writing's great, good and right. Act, yeah. Uh, but I I asked some some of these some of um some of these actors is how how do you feel about about the fact that our culture is being is being dwindled down to narcotraficantes? How do you feel about having jet like this is the specific role that that you've been offered more than one time and and uh, i was surprised one time when one of the answers was hey you know what our time will come and our time's coming because uh, we may be having to do these roles now but it's actually at least uh putting a crack opening the door to our to our culture to mexico to latin america to our people and it and it will lead to bigger roles like it will that. lead to it. It will lead. It will lead to better stories, and storytelling because, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna play the you know, we're not gonna play these roles forever. But it it will, it will at least it, it's, it's at least a step forward than not doing it. Yeah. And and I th- and I thought that in the Heights, was kind of that next step, in in a celebration of Latin culture, to to, be because of how big Hamilton was. Mm-hmm. Uh, the name Lin Manuel Miranda carries weight. So when he does something, and he does it in the same style as Hamilton, it will at least open that door 
to to what our every what our everyday lives are, are in a in a because yeah sure sometimes you have to put a catchy tune in it and it's almost and it's almost yeah. kind of gross the way it has to be done but it got done and it got done so well what it, what did we learn we learned about the community aspect where everyone gets together and has a meal uh old to young and everything in between the respect for the elders um the work ethic of of the latin culture which in, which includes sometimes people that don't have papers and and but still uh still work very, very hard getting racially profiled for loans and for and uh unable to start businesses because of who you are gentrification in in areas because uh, they want to buy it out and sell it for more money and and so it, it's kind of clearing out some yeah. of these neighborhoods hell i've seen it i'm from oakland yeah so I've seen what they've done to like downtown Oakland, West Oakland, where where they've driven some of the people out, and now it's it's almost impossible to live there. And who's living yeah. there? Uh, it's the people who work at Silicon Valley. It's it's in, you know it's it's a way different feel than the one I grew up they, with. So they I, created I, a they they found a low cost area to that is easily commutable from right. Basically. So so uh, so in the Heights to me was beautiful in that sense that. It, it covered all these all these little topics that that kind of represent us in general because i'm i'm not dominican or, or puerto rican which is right. kind of what they were what they were focusing on right it's but new, it's new york the, it, and that's the primary his, yeah. hispanic culture there but right. there's still more mm -hmm. but yeah. it's but i but i can still relate to a lot of to a lot of what they're doing what they're saying well the some of the words yeah when when the Spanish came through through the Caribbean and South and Central America. They they pretty much just Spanishified it all, and <laughs> the, the natives <laughs> that were left. Yeah, that's why they, my last name's Gomez. Yeah, the na natives that were left kind of held on as much as they could. But there's a lot. You're right. There's a lot of uh, similarities that you can follow from that far Caribbean of like a Puerto Rico all the way to the the left coast of Baja. Uh, California even and find similarities but also these incredibly vast uh, unique uh, uh, cultures and dialects and, and everything all within the greater uh, Spanish speaking Latin uh, uh, culture in South and Central America and then you throw in the Portuguese side of things and it gets even crazier and then you got to remember that the, the the French had a big part in the Caribbean too. So, dude, the food. Oh my god, <laughs> I just so, started yeah. to think of food. <laughs> but but my but my point to this is you can't do everything. Mm -mm. <laughs> you can't do everything in one film. Mm -mm. And no. and to uh, and to really um, criticize the film as much as it's being criticized. And it's and and I think that's what gets me the most that it's it's not one centralized. This is a problem with the mm -hmm. film. It's this is the problem. This, 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 this. And it's and it's like, all right, then then let's do nothing then because in, in one film we we can't put everything in it. Mm -mm. This is one man's vision of it. And it should inspire more filmmakers, actors to 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 make more content like this. But if if you're but if you're if you're complaining about it so much, number one, you're not gonna get any more support in the future. Mm -hmm. And number two, like I'm saying, you're you're not gonna have filmmakers wanting to make films because, you know, you know, uh, oh, the the culture is just going to complain about it. Yeah, I gotta. I hope this doesn't c come out wrong. And and anyone, if it if it does, I I apologize. But I'm I'm I seriously want to know 
the the reaction with the whole like skin tone and that that focus on the the afro latin uh representation do you think at all that and again i'm i'm not projecting Ser- seriously just curious do you think that at all has to deal with maybe some, some internalized um uh, I don't want to say say dislike, but maybe some internalized uh, or not even internalized, but the the trauma of not having enough uh, positive, so to speak, Hispanic roles that they're like, oh, I I relate more to my my uh, African American side. Do, do you think that had anything to do, or is it literally just someone looking for something to complain about? Uh, well, part of part of it is also lack of representation because, like for example, me in pop culture, being a Salvadorian, I have I have two. I have two people really that I relate to as far as characters, mm-hmm. and one of them is a uh, uh, Ruben Salazar on Fear the Walking Dead, because he's a he's a Salvadorian immigrant who survived the Civil War, which mm. is what my mom did. Wow! Wow! And, and so, uh, in the in their country, yeah. So I so man that that character is uh, means a lot to me. Yeah, I definitely. got to talk to to uh, um, Ruben Blades, who plays the character, and he's Panamanian, and so Central America. And then the, my only uh, comic book representation that I have that's close is Jessica Cruz. Uh, I believe she's she's Honduran, uh, Honduran American, and she has anxiety issues and and she's and she's done so well i mean humphrey's what she did with that character um what he did with that character and just uh, just one of the greatest additions in dc in the last few years no, uh, so I, I i i get that too man because like when i went to when i went to go see black panther on its premiere night and i saw everybody dressed up and having so much fun i was a little bit jealous mm-hmm. uh cuz we don't have that right and and so and so I, so I, but I don't, I don't, I don't like rage about it. I don't, mm-hmm. because uh, I'm very happy that the fact that, it, that they got it mm-hmm. as a cult, yeah. as a culture. And so I'm like, okay, with, if this can happen, then I'm pretty sure our time will come mm-hmm. soon as well. And, and the way I, so the way I saw it within the Heights was, yes, it doesn't have everything we want. And it's not necessarily like a serious tone story, which sometimes you need. But at least it opens the door and you can have conversations and be, because you're almost tricked into into learning about us through through catchy songs, through catchy Hamilton like songs, which everyone loves. But if you're just going to complain about it, then it's going to then I think the rest of society will just ignore it. Like, mm. oh, well, I, well, I guess it's not I guess it's not the uh, you know a proper representation of Latin culture so because it's missing it. this, 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 yeah. this, this and this. So. And they end so up whatever. missing out on some something good that does actually show a a good right. I, decent so, amount. Yeah. So like I said, it yeah. do I do I think it did it did probably deserve a couple more uh more people of, of that did not like whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um be sure it did. But but don't bash it for it because it it at least does a good job at getting us where we want to be. Yeah, and there's still the the stage show, and we know eventually the stage show will get a, a recorded version, and uh, 
Lynn already came out and said, hey, I'm listening, which I'm sure means that he plans on ensuring any future stage shows are a, a little bit more diverse in the, the lead cast, not just the da- dancers mm-hmm. and th- things like that. Um, I mean, look, 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 here, here's something I've brought up time and time, time again. I can't uh, move my camera anymore. It's actually attached to the wall, but literally right over my battle station, my, my gate, my, my fucking computer desk is a, a, a poster of a Aloy, right? From, from Horizons Zero Dawn. There's something called the the price of vi- victory, the cost of victory. Okay, soldiers, Marines, like military people, actually go through it once the mission's done, once you retire, once you you get out. It's that that I don't have something to to fight for anymore. You've been in such a fight mode for for so long, you almost don't know how to do anything else and th- that mentality goes from a a uh societal fight where you're you're ch- fighting to change culture uh you talk civil rights movement and th- things like th- that all the way to legit legitimate armed conflict okay um females starting in uh the 50s uh in sci-fi complete objects right Attack of the 50-foot woman. She was in a bikini. <laughs> you, you know? Uh, but by the time you get to your 70s, you start seeing a shift. Ellen Ripley, Princess Leia, Red Sonja. Uh, you start, start seeing things in, in cartoons that in, 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 uh, uh, with uh, the Thundercats and He-Man both having uh, uh, female co-leads, uh, one of which gets a, a spinoff, right? You get in, into your 90s and you get even, even more uh, 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 great female characters. You look into Star Wars and you look at all the females they had there, Marge, Jade, and uh, J- Jaina Solo, Tahiri Vela, uh, Admiral Dalla on the, on the Imperial side, and uh, Yusane Isard on the, on the uh, Imperial side. They, they kind of won, they did, and and they got their their almost. I mean, there's always work to be done and fi- fine tuning. But in g- general, women are fully integrated to where you don't even notice when they are a lead. Nobody mentioned. I think her name name is um, is it Rooney Mara or I, I can't remember on on Prometheus. Like nobody mentioned like it was she was just the the lead you know what i'm saying her and fastbender as 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 the an- android spoiler alert <laughs> if you haven't seen see prometheus they they got that but today today you you find little nitpicky type things and again yeah sure there there's fine tuning and you should ne- never rest on your, your laurels but you should never forget the victories that were already one and I hate that today we constantly ignore what what others fought fought for. There's there's a great we both love Brooklyn Nine Nine. Before we go to the mm-hmm. the ad break, there's that episode in season one or two where uh, uh, Captain Holt's run, uh, running for the um, the police the police's LGBT. Uh, group, right? And he's running mm-hmm. for president. He started the group, right? And the young man's like, hey, uh, that's going to run against him. 
you know, I, I, I like everything that you represented. I got some good, good ideas. So, so best of luck. And he's planning on destroying him and all of that. And Gina points out to him when he's like, you know, Hey, look, I did all this fighting. I had to, I had to do this and this and that. And, and he hasn't had to do, do any of that. And she's like, wasn't that the whole point of what you did? Why yeah. you st started this group? So look, uh, ladies and, and gentlemen, everyone, there were a lot of fights to get us to, to where we are. Just like Bill Maher said the other day, and, and for me to quote Bill Maher always like burns parts of my body inside. But he, he, was, he was right. If you think for some reason that something is worse today than it was 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, you're, you need to ch check yourself in, into an, an asylum because while we still have work to do, we have come a long way and every person that fought to get someone on the screen, someone on the writer's page, someone in that d director's chair, they deserve every last ounce of credit just as the next group of fighters for the next fight will too. Very well said. Cool. Let's let someone else talk like the uh, guys over at uh, Grow Generation. <laughs> Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. For all of your cultivation needs, Grow Generation has the right products, service and staff to make your grow successful. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. Alright uh, guys, I need everyone to put on their big pants. This next conversation is going to have a lot of innuendo because we are going to attempt to keep this video <laughs> available to the public. But I'm going to go, go ahead and, and morph into my, my awesome Tommy Oliver, who I'm not obsessed with at all, White Ranger hoodie that I just got in the mail after ordering like Green Ranger two, two months ago. I love my Green Ranger, but I, I got them all, man. <laughs> like, Well, I got, I got his whole... Uh, Mighty Morphin stuff. So just the green and, and white, not when he was like Red Zio, Zio or in Turbo or, or anything like that. But um, I I wonder. Okay, I want to see if I can get this music to to play. So so let's see if we can do this. Yeah, we want that optimized for vid video. We want to share this sound. Share. There we go. We got we got some music. You hear it? Yeah, you're muted. Unmute yourself, cause let's talk about Batman, man. Man, let's talk Wait, about music Batman. Music in the background. What's going yeah, on? Uh, I like it. Get a little angry, cause we got to. No, I'm not angry about oh, it. I am. I am, cause I want it. I want it. Tell me why you're. You're. Let's 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 set the story, okay? Here's the, here's the thing. Um, Warner Brothers DC has this. Uh, has this weird way of doing things where they, I don't know. There's Zack Snyder and the Snyder Cut, which, which that is a kind of like it's, it's ironic because they said it in the movie. It's a bell that can never be unrung. I mean, every day it's like Snyder versus this and and release and restore and blah blah blah. And I thought that releasing this movie was going to end it all. Anyway, there, there's there's one of your mistakes. It's another one. So yesterday, uh, via Variety, they had an interview with an, a co-creator, an executive producer, um, Justin Halpern, who was talking about Harley Quinn and Batman. And I quote about a moment that they had to take out of Harley Quinn. Yeah. 
A perfect example is that in this third season of Harley, when we had a moment where Batman was going down on Catwoman, and DC was like, you can't do that. You absolutely cannot do that. They're like, heroes don't do that. So we said, are you saying heroes are selfish lovers? They were like, no. It's that we sell consumer toys for heroes. And it's hard to sell a toy if Batman's also going down on someone. <laughs> End quote. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look! I, um, I, I, the Twitter responses. Oh, and God. uh, you know, I almost sent a check to DC because of the entertainment value that I got all day yesterday. <laughs> it was uh, um. So the best, I think one of the best ones I, I saw, and I'm sorry that I'm not, I'm not um, giving credit to it because I don't know it off the top of my head, but I just remember it. The best one I read was Batman begins, but his lovers don't think. God. That, was, that was, that was so good. Look, um, look, this is, this is a rated R cartoon. You guys yeah. have, you guys have given the, them so much leeway. Um, you guys look at Teen Titans Go. The amount of self-deprecate. Look, you guys have allowed the crew at Teen Titans Go that they ripped the hell out of DC's choices all the time. Teen Titans Go to the movies is one of the greatest uh, examples of of a studio. At least being able to to see see the humor, uh, you have a Batman who laughs st- statue from Todd McFarlane. If I'm not mis- mistaken, you guys have done risky gay stuff before, violent things before. You killed a, a Robin in, in in the comics back in the day with a fucking crowbar. Bar, okay, I don't like. You're muted, by the way. Yeah, let's not forget that in the in the animated version of the Killing Joke, you had Batgirl and Batman getting it on in the beginning, which was a WTF moment, <laughs> big exclamation marks, and it completely ruined that film. You know, this is an example of time and place. Harley, time and place for really fucked up DC sh- shit that, that you could see the characters doing if you you know just take them to their to their core and you're not worried about you know i'm gonna let our our fun little fight music go 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 away now because the the moment's good uh anyways um the 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 whole whole point the whole idea of 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 allowing harley quinn to do what it what it does is because you know that no kids that are buying the toys are are watching it not supposed to be watching it. or at least not su- supposed to be watching it and if they are hopefully under parental s- supervision and and if that's the case then the parents are still likely to buy the to- toy then so w- warner brothers <laughs> where's your consistency where's your law logic in in this i don't i don't see it i'm, I'm miss i'm missing it and yeah. i just i wanted to I, there are so many j- jokes people think about about this. Batman 
uh, performing certain oral acts on Cat Catwoman. There are just the possible dude. It's like a comedian's dream. Okay. I think that's what they were going for. <laughs> and we don't we don't get it. Now we have to all say the the jokes ourselves. I can't say them here, or we'll get demonetized and and canceled and 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 thrown in some goo gulag. But the joke jokes are there, man, and they're they're so good. <laughs> I can hear them in my mind. Here's another one. Honestly, it's nice to know that I'm better at than Batman at something. <laughs> These, D. DC just ruined Batman by trying to save him. They just emasculated the guy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I I remember. Did, did you watch this Sopranos? Oh my God, this one's great. If oh, Batman doesn't, uh, doesn't do what we're talking yeah. about, then what the fuck are these handles for? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are so good. Oh, dear God. I forgot what I was going to ask. <laughs> I don't know. I'm completely... I, I decided to go back and... Um, <laughs> it says... Uh, it says, meanwhile, a Spider-Man is down for anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he does like to swing. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh man! So, honest, honest truth. Do you wish the scene had been allowed? Uh, so here's the thing: if I would have never known about this, I wouldn't have cared. Uh, right now, I still don't care. Uh, it's just funny. Uh, and and but but you see the reaction of of the internet, and I think this is what the co-creator was going for. Because uh, I. Being the co-creator, executive producer, I think he's like, fuck it, you know, like yeah, fire me, yeah. try, try to fire me after how successful the show is. But putting this out there is kind of showing, is showing DC. This is funny. This is, and now this is bigger than it ever would have been on Harley. Because on Harley Quinn, the show, it would have just been a joke and you would have moved on. Just like every other every other thing that they've done with the very sensitive bang. Have you seen it? Have you seen Harley Quinn? Yes, I've seen oh, the first season. Okay, you have the sensitive Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. You have a really really fucked up take on like um, uh, Mister Freeze. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you have a uh, a very very distraught like Commissioner Gordon and things mm-hmm. like that. I mean, but it's really good. It's it's all fun and games because like you said, the self deprecation of DC sometimes, and they do it in that show. Then in the second season, they go into that pit where Bane comes from, from the Dark Knight Rises, and they make fun of it. You know, it's just a little bit more mature than the way they do it on Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it would have just been a joke, and it would have, and it would, ha ha, and you would have moved on. Yes, you're not selling toys to kids from Harley Quinn. No, you're not. You're maybe and... selling statues to yeah. adults, mm-hmm. but you're not selling toys. This was DC's opportunity for a new line of toys. But we're, we're going to leave it there. That's it. We're putting that away. <laughs> um, but now oh that it's, my, but oh now my, that oh it's on God. the internet. I just, dude, the H word 
It's going to happen in the H, yeah, the H uh, word. They're going to do it. Look, ba Batman's already got an a anime. A nice t TVA mm. mug, by the way. Um, oh, thank you. Uh, uh, Batman's already had an, an an anime. So the H word can solve this. J <laughs> Japan, Studio Trigger, uh, uh, some someone. Let, let's let's talk. Let's talk. Like this. Oh no, no, we gotta go. We gotta. Oh, we gotta go with the people that 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 have the government that we don't don't like because they have no copyright laws with the CCP. So we could totally do the this th through them. And be not, first of all, legal. I don't support this. So don't don't say <laughs> we. I'm, I'm not. I'm not for this, man. Don't do that to my superhero. That's my favorite superhero right here. My See, my heroes don't so... do things like that. So <laughs> that was some of the other pe people's uh, legit complaints, and this is something we we've we've talked about. Uh, uh, DC heroes were cre created to be looked upon as as idols, demigods, right. per per perfect, right? Uh, while Marvel's characters were were supposed to be flawed, <clears throat> and you can see that in the in the stories throughout their first twenty, thirty, forty years of of storytelling for for both both companies, very vividly clear uh, during those first few de decades. Uh, however, over the last few few decades, we've seen uh, loosening. Sometimes good. Look at Teen Titans, Harley Quinn. And sometimes not so good. Um, say taking contemporary issues and sh shoving them into S Star Wars, which is complete escapism, right? Um, uh, I think because DC has sh shown that you can take your gods and humanize them through comedy, not... I wouldn't think any of this would right. work in real life or, or li live action or in, in comics necessarily. But in the Teen Titans Go setting, in the Harley Quinn setting, I don't mind them sullying soups or bat or or any of the, the, the heroes for that that matter. You know, you know, they could they could make Wonder Woman a complete slob and like her her. Her, her outward image is is just that like they could do do any of that with those types of cartoons but um, the thing, it also like it, it was also tasteful in the sense that mm -hmm. they are a couple and that's yeah. how and that's how they are or on and off couple depending on where you're reading at the moment um but they are a couple and that's oh, a you're right act. The, the the jokes that go with it are are in the vein of Harley Quinn, in in the sense that they are tasteful for the genre that it is. Exactly, it isn't something out of the blue where you're putting like, um, where you're putting like Batgirl and Batman in a serious movie together. You know, this is or this is the Bat very... Dick. Remember the Bat Dick? Yeah, that happened, and that was supposed to be a mature book. Also, it was supposed to be an, a a black label book. But whoa, 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 whoa! We can't do that. Um, it's it's the reason why actually with this with this comment that was made and let out some former DC writers creators have actually came out and says this is why we left DC wow. because of the fact that there's so much oversight and we don't we're not allowed to be creative um, and and Jeez. so and 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 you know it's it, it's it's what it's one of the things that's actually I believe hurting comics in both DC and Marvel. There's so much oversight from Marvel Studios, from Warner Brothers,
because you want to protect the films, not the source yeah. material. That that you're that you then are stuck with leaving your source, um, trying trying to um, trying to make sure that they fit your agenda when in fact they're the ones who gave you the great stories to begin with. Yeah, you know, and so yeah, um, it's um, <laughs> it's still it, it's funny, but at the same time, it's not because of, just because of the fact that you you kind. Of, I mean, it's not the first time it's happened. Uh, um, uh, Batman, Batman Returns by Tim Burton was deemed too dark by McDonald's, mm-hmm. which is why Joel Schumacher was brought in mm-hmm. because he needed to lighten it up for toys, toys, which I'm not going there, but there's another franchise that, that you guys can read an article I wrote about la- last week and has a mo- movie allegedly c- coming out sometime th- this year, that stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think people realize how much of an impact. Some people, there's people who do. Some people realize how much of an impact toy sales, uh, impact properties, mm-hmm. specifically like Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles, uh, He Man was another one. GI uh, Joe, Transformers, Transformers. GI Joes. All these shows were not for entertainment purposes. To make the main toys. goal was to sell toys. So when Jack Nicholson asked, where do you get those wonderful toys? Uh, toys R Us. Well, not anymore because that's gone too. So yeah. <laughs> Amazon, eBay. <clears throat> yeah, that's... Whew, man. Uh, this was a fun episode. For so much rage, we sure, sure did laugh a lot. Um, no. Well, it, uh, we got You know, you got to smile like, yeah. like uh, Frank Sinatra says at, at all times. <laughs> uh it, for for the last little bit, uh, it it's um, uh, they've they've opened DC opened the door to allow allow their characters to be uh knocked down down a peg. Now that the door's open, you're gonna have to deal with people trying to walk through it more and more, and they're gonna try to go for further into that new area you've opened for for your your characters uh it's kind of like the the nature of of the beast star wars is dealing with it to a degree but they're learning fast that um they're opening the door of of contemporary commentary in star wars has resulted in almost completely shutting off the, the door for escapism, which is seeing yeah. a reduction in sales of certain books. And we have seen a first wave of reprinted legends books, including like Heir to, to the Empire, Shadow Point, and things like that. And there's a second wave of books that is coming. Uh, some things just hit Amazon. There's no images, just a... A thing that says, "Hey, this b- book is coming out on this this date." Uh, look at lrmonline.com uh, a little bit later t- today for for the article and a quote from one of the writers. Um, basically, what's what happened is to Disney when they when they bought bought Star Wars contracts with authors through like Del Rey and the and the publishers some of them c- carried over and and some didn't and so a lot of authors 
as far as their their Star Wars books are concerned, if they're ever printed outside of you know Del Rey or that original contract, uh, they they won't get any money. And but by reissuing these books, Disney is one admitting that 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 their their new books don't sell as great as they w- wish they did. Two that the old books still sell pretty well and are very very pop- popular. And three. Great business sense, support it as a laissez-faire, um, money-loving cap- capitalist pig, but hate it as a as a human being. It's fucking smart money because if they reprint it on their own own label, they ain't got to pay anyone jack because they bought all the rights to all the s- stories. They can reprint as much as they want with their their own uh uh new new publishers and and new contracts and and it's shitty. But yeah, yeah. So, I I have a lot of feelings ab- about it because I t- to me it was like always common sense. You guys saw how popular the EU wa- was. You guys saw in 2015 how unpopular your new canon books were. Were why why is it take so long to to realize the mistakes you've made? Like I don't g- get it. It was so easy to just keep printing those books and now you're you're doing it and you could have been making money for for years and probably probably been helping the these authors out too because you would have been in a better better financial position and not been looking for an influx of money post pandemic because that's also what this is covering for losses using some of our favorite authors and favorite books to cover for the pandemic losses smart business terrible humans anyways manny you got anything else to gripe about today to gripe about um no i do want to give a shout out to wb uh cw for the awesome trailer that came out yesterday for star girl which i'll be posting shortly uh season two looks like it's gonna be really good we're gonna see the daughter of green lantern which i'm excited for uh alan scott's daughter Ah. and then also uh eclipse is going to be the main villain but the shadow is going to be in it and uh it's it looks good man i thought <clears throat> season one of stargo was going to be extra cheesy but it which it was a little bit but it but it i think brent did such a good job at Stargirl, and i liked her better in the tv show that i liked her in comics uh, didn't they just cast uh scott or no they just announced that he he'll be in the Green Lantern Corps. They didn't cast him yet, right? They did cast him already. They did cast him. Yeah, he's, he was cast already. Okay, yeah. I, I remember he, hearing um, uh, uh, about the, the character and that he was go, coming up and going to be a part of the Green Lantern Corps show, I think it is. Uh, but any, anyways, that's cool. All right, so let's let's close this out, ladies and g- gentlemen. I've been saying it all, all, all day, day long, lrmonline.com. All your entertainment news needs and opinions are, are there. Uh, please, if you're watching us on the YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. It really helps us out. We appreciate you watching all the way through as as well. The more watch watch time, time the better. Share us with some, some fr- with some friends and family. There's a lot of really good 
uh, celebrity interviews, producers, writers, d- directors, in addition to all of our podcasts that are available on, on YouTube and LRM's Genreverse Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts from Google, Spotify, SoundCloud, allows our playlists to be public, curated for you guys, makes it really easy for shows. Uh, we cover Star Wars dedicated, anime dedicated, uh, uh, No Mercy will be coming back with Cobra Kai season four later on. On lots of really cool stuff. Manny on the interview side, what's what's Inter- up, man? Interview side, we got uh, Danae Garcia from Fear the Walking Dead. I have Hal Cumberson from Beyond uh, the Walking Dead Beyond today. I'll drop also an interview with Jim Gaffigan for Luca. Also have Jennifer Jones Garcia on the last season for Sci-Fi's Van Helsing. Um, somehow I missed that, <laughs> but uh, so I'm gonna see. Maybe I'll go back and check that out. Van Helsing is a pretty cool character altogether. It's a, different because it's it's set. I think it's her. It's a descendant of his. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and just uh, just a bunch of bunch of things, little things like that. A couple more launchpad last few launchpad interviews to wrap that up, and uh, keep in tune because soon I'll be covering Black Widow. So uh, we're we're getting close to that release date. Advanced tickets already on sale. I got I my ticket. Got his. Uh, I don't need tickets because yeah, uh, I know. Uh huh. <clears throat> I'll get that there. The daily, yeah. cog, the daily cog is 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 important, and they they need two minds on everything for for critical an- analysis. For critical analysis. For for true cr- critical analysis, two minds are better than one. Right, right. Mm-hmm. There we go. So Disney, hit me up. Anyways, you guys can see the, the social media information down below. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that red subscribe button one more, one more time. If you can't see, see it, uh, I'm at that Kyle. I'm, I'm brain dead. Um, <laughs> I'm at that Kyle Malone on Twitter. He's at LRM underscore underscore uh, Emmanuel on Twitter. At that one Kyle Malone on Instagram. At riddle me the, this underscore 510 on Instagram for Manny. Thank you guys so much for listening today. And yeah, we will talk to you tomorrow. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.